Oh hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Pierced Off Pod. I'm Danny, And I'm Jess and we're the Pierce Sisters, your hosts. And today we wanted to discuss where we are with our personal fitness journeys at the moment and um, our sort of opinions on the whole fitness conversation. <laughs> yes, it is a very interesting point because I think about it and the first thing that comes to mind is I have a zero fitness in my life right now, but that is a <laughs> lie because I do a fair bit of fitness considering. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in my head sometimes if I'm not doing the the classic gym, yes, um, go and do a bunch of weights and sweat and do hit classes, it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything, but mm-hmm. it's not true, obviously, because yes. there's so many forms of fitness. That's right. And I think like fitness like well we play soccer together that's yes. probably um a main one for both of us so lots we, of running <laughs> there's lots of running um and like how important it is to I suppose how important it is to factor fitness into our lives like I find it a very big part of my life and that I really require it to stay uh stable or yeah. uh, balanced in life mm. yeah I agree I feel like Um, I've been trying to redefine how I perceive fitness um, in my own mind. Mm. Um, So I've been doing, like, if I track something for a week, like reading, study, and if I track fitness, I write it down as movement. Ooh. Because, I mean, that's a big... It's not something I came up with. I know it was all over Instagram, but um, rather than, like, exercising, it's, like, about moving your body some Mm. type of way, which means if I've gone for a walk stretched all of that counts yeah um which is a bit more of an encompassing way even though I sometimes don't do any of that but it sort of makes you feel like okay even if I just walked like because I went to uni and I walked from the train to class I wouldn't count that as like ticking off my movement but it makes me think of stuff like that as moving my body and a form of fitness and a form of being active just walking places and things like that and that makes me feel better about it and um because I think there's a lot of guilt around not exercising for a lot of, uh, I think, young girls, young women, young people, probably men too. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Like, we grew up, and I think I was probably 16 when all of my friends started going, like, the gym movement happened, and it was like, ooh, I go to the gym, because before that, I was always into team sports Mm. or more activities, and all of a sudden, it was like, we go to the gym, and then my brain changed and then I follow so many Instagram accounts of people that train at the gym and I do enjoy that type of training but it sort of I conditioned myself into believing that was the only worthwhile form of exercise and it's not yeah and I think I'm still a little bit stuck in that part oh, I me suppose too. yeah <laughs> which I'm is not quite interesting cured. <laughs> no and I think I do put this guilt and pressure on myself feeling like I I'm not doing enough because currently I don't have an active gym membership and I'm not lifting weights and and everything like that but yeah. I think at the same time I'm I've never really th- like I walk from the station to work to work and everything and I walk at lunch sometimes and but I never really factor that into my days in like exercising mm. or movement do you know what I mean I don't count it even though yeah. realistically I think about it, I'm like well I do walk every single day like I walk yeah. more than I used to walk definitely when I worked locally it's like we've been conditioned to think that it's only a valid form of exercise if it's really strenuous yeah or really challenging or something and exactly. that is very valid and that is good to push your body and push your mind 
to challenge yourself and grow and I think things are worth having are often hard and Mm. um, not everything but a lot of things you know they take work and it's uh, I like um, pushing myself in the gym or running or anything like that to help strengthen my mind more so than anything else so I think that's valid but we shouldn't like that's not the only form of physical movement that is you know like worthwhile mentioning or talking about that's right and I think it just because I think maybe for me that I don't I don't even like consider it is because I'm in my work clothes so I don't have my gym tights on and my sports bra and all of a sudden like I'm not in like exercise workout mode yeah exactly and then it doesn't count yeah you're right what a weird kind of mental state yeah I think it's like the whole like the environment type of argument but based on what you're wearing Mm. and I I think I realized quite recently that I count walking to the station because I I usually I'm in a rush all the time so it's a hard walk I'm puffed out especially if I call somebody and talk to them on the phone (laughs) like I'm puffing (laughs) sweating a little bit probably um but my watch actually was like record your outdoor Outdoor walk walk. and I was like (laughs) okay yes I'll take and then I pressed yes and it said the last 13 minutes I'd been walking yeah and so that means I was walking at a decent pace for it to pick up yeah so I was like that's true I should count that um and it's a lot easier to think and get into habits and be think because I feel like the more that I perceive myself as an active fit person the easier it is to be an active fit person and Mm. try to be more active and then it's hard with Instagram when I see people that dedicate their lives to fitness that like I'm following fitness um role models on Instagram that I'm like I would love to be like you but it's unrealistic to think like that because their whole job is fitness and training and uh getting definition and uh losing the body fat and getting muscle that's their whole like that's how they make their money that's what they spend most of the time so it's a lot it's easy to fall into the trap to be like, well, they can look like that, but but that's their nine to five. That's right. Maybe it didn't start like that. No. But the people with a million followers that I'm following, that's that's how they're making their money. Yeah. And so it's when when you have time and you're not trying to balance your fitness as just a personal thing mm. for your own health, I think it's like, I don't know, it's okay to lower the, the standards of what is acceptable. Yeah, and not... I think fitness, when you look at it in that perspective, can be quite addictive. Mm-hmm. And I know I went through a very addictive stage of it where, like, I wanted to reach the stats on my watch. I have my MyZone. I want to reach my MEPS every month. I went through a very... Probably looking back wasn't a very positive uh, mindset on it. I was very addicted to achieving those goals and to... Mm. like even if it was to my detriment if that makes yeah. sense uh just to get the little like tick yeah <laughs> the little tick and I mean part of that was also uh impacted by like the way I looked and what I was mm-hmm. seeing on Instagram and how I wanted to feel and don't get me wrong I think I covered it up <laughs> with the benefits and I was like look I am getting stronger my <laughs> cardiovascular f- um fitness is improving my like heart rate is great and like uh my sleep quality is really good and you know I I was saying it was okay because mm. of all these benefits I was getting which is true I was benefiting but it was also to a detriment it is such a fine line yeah isn't it like I I think I'm in the healthiest mindset I've ever been surrounding my health and fitness right now and I mean that's quite recent 
like the last two months probably mm. um and it's constantly changing and i have a day that's off all the time <laughs> and i just i mean feel like right now recording this i do feel quite happy and i have a lot of clarity around it and why i want to exercise and i feel not um obsessed with looks but in the past that's what i've been super obsessed mm. with and it's such a fine line because even like I start exercising and then I start seeing progress and I like how I look and then it's so easy to just slip into that negative mental state again and think like and and looking strong and looking a way that you like to see yourself in the mirror is a benefit to being fit and active but it's such a fine line because you should like what you look at anyway yeah and that's I get so like I get confused in my own head trying to understand that and be like it's like because there's nothing wrong with with training and then liking your arms looking defined, right? Mm. But but then it becomes a problem when that's the reason that you're training or the reason you find self-worth. And I don't know if it's just me, but I slip so easy into that. I think I think a lot of people slip into that. Like Yeah. So easy. You just and yes. it's frustrating because then it's like all of a sudden it's like unhealthy for my brain yes. to be exercising. But it's healthy for my brain to be exercising. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was writing down like some stuff to think about when we were writing this episode and I wrote benefits to exercise. And one of them was physique, you know, how you look. And it is a benefit, but it's such it can be so detrimental as well. But yes. I, I I mean I still don't have the answers and Oh neither. I think like the beginning of this year, um, when I was sort of doing my resolutions as most of us do, for the first time since I can remember, I didn't have a physical goal on there. Mm. Um, Every year it's like, you know, get abs or look better or train. And even if it was just train or get stronger, it was always to look better. And this year I I had physical goals in the sense of um, I wanted to get more flexible and I still wanted to keep training, but I didn't have an end goal or... Mm. And it was purely because it's like, I don't have time to waste worrying about that like it's to the detriment of all my other goals yeah and so I was like I'm just not gonna worry and then it it goes in ups and downs but it's like that was a cool turning point and then it hasn't been smooth sailing but recently I think also like the relationship with food um that is such another can of worms and for me that's probably complicates it more because I really enjoy eating (laughs) and I love food um but I've like had a history of uh, like feeling guilt around what mm. I eat. And I think that's very common for a lot of people because I've been trained to think if I eat something sugary, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Whereas now I had this moment of like, I was like, I wanted to eat healthy and somebody was like, I mean, I wanted to be like improve my fitness and just be healthier. And I've been trying to, you know, eat balance. And somebody was like, oh, like you shouldn't get dessert and I was like I eat healthy like the rest of the time like I want a donut (laughs) yeah and I had a donut and I didn't feel any guilt and that was really freeing but then also the fact that I have to justify to other people oh exhausting it is exhausting (laughs) it's like and it's uh and the more that I feel guilty the more that I eat bad because it's like a comfort thing yeah so I have to really focus on having a good relationship with what I eat and not letting it define me or like like I would have something bad and then look in the mirror and think I looked huge 
right? Like, like physically look different. Yeah. And then if I ate healthy, I'd look in the mirror at the exact same body and be like, wow, look how fit I look. Or if I've exercised. And so, like, even for me, like, the, the more I exercise, the more I, I see the good parts of my body. Mm. So that's a good benefit, you know? Yeah. Um, rather than it even changing, I just start focusing on how strong I look as opposed to all the little squishy bits. <laughs> <laughs> Which everyone has. Yeah, right. I mean, I um, I think I've been following a lot more fitness accounts that show, I don't know, for the first time I think in I've ever noticed on Instagram, I actually see people being real. Mm. And, like, I see a girl showing their bloated stomachs exactly how they are and making it really unflattering, but not, like, fake unflattering. Like, yeah. that really annoys me, you know, when people are like, look at my rolls, yeah. but they still look so cute. <laughs> True. But seeing girls that are actually like happy, like they look genuinely happy, and there's no shame in like what they're showing, mm. and like just like having their tights pulled up and then like sh- pulling them down below their like onto their hips, and mm. then that's just that's not flattering on anybody. No. And now like I've seen that so much that I don't look in the mirror and be like ugh when like you know I know I see myself like that because we all do like see ourselves in an unflattering light sometimes. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, because real life isn't Instagram. <laughs> That's right. I think I think there is a definitely a shift in society where we are going for a more balanced outlook on life. Yeah, and like legitimate. Yeah, legitimate balance. As opposed to like the fake. Yes. You can do it all. <laughs> and I don't know whether that's... Like, I don't know whether that's polarised to like what I'm like what I'm seeing and what I'm letting into my own circle or Mm. whether that's a worldwide reflection or maybe it's just New South Wales based or Australia based or you know what I mean I'm not really sure but I definitely think the circle that I enter into as in on social media or in real life in both Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely more of a balanced um value system surrounding fitness and like the food way like in terms of food and all of that whole the whole fitness industry that mm. I absorb at the moment yeah same it's a lot healthier in its yeah. mindset for me per- personally mm. I still see a lot of toxic things but potentially yeah, I, I, I question is this just toxic for me because of my past and how mm. I perceive things because I see something that is about calorie counting and I personally don't resonate with it Mm. and I don't like to follow things like that because it makes me feel bad that I don't do that and I don't want to be in a world where I feel restricted like that but then Mm. for somebody else maybe that's the best way for them to manage and their health and it can be done in a not unhealthy way that's right yeah and so it's like I mean I think it's nice to cultivate our own communities um that are like the best for our own mental and physical Mm. health which is cool like that's what you're saying whether it is the whole world or just your own world at least it's catered to you yeah and it's it's like something that you and that you can well if that's the case then you can shift it exactly you can choose who you follow and I think that has been a huge thing for me like actually exposing myself to the people that are putting it out there because there are people putting every perspective out there online right yes that's the beauty of the connected world you know you can Mm. find somebody that has the same values as you yeah 
No matter what they are, probably. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, like, how would you describe your your fitness at the moment? What's your current routines? What are you happy with what you're doing? I think, like I said before, I'm not... I don't feel overly balanced at the moment. I feel like I don't do enough fitness-based uh, activities. I do play soccer, mm-hmm. so that does... That is probably, like, a decent amount of cardio for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just in, like, a couple of blocks. It's not, like, equally spread out through the week, and I think that's probably where my issue is at the moment. Yeah. But I think part of it for me is the fact that I spend so much time travelling that I lose that, that key time where I used to be training, Yeah, like, out of my day. And I think I do get... Uh, I do miss how... I was like eight or nine months ago when I was training for at the gym four days a week plus two days of soccer like I was very fit Mm. and it was showing but in saying that like I was fit but I wasn't I was still really stressed and (laughs) do you know what I mean like it was it was an escape and I think that's a really interesting point the fact that the exercise for me was an escape but that escape has changed over time like it used to be like when I used to dance and then I went to gym and music and you know all those different sort of things and I just I haven't quite found what it is right now I was about to ask you that yeah so I I think that's where the missing link is because you know sometimes like I'll run at lunch but it's not it's not like it's not enjoyable but it's (laughs) (laughs) I get it it's not the thing yeah it's it's not working as yeah, good as it could be that's that right. something else might be better to help you manage your stress or help you yeah. escape and I do um agree I feel personally like a little bit lost in my fitness at the moment yeah, um same. I feel like I have a really healthy mindset in my body image um eating and fitness goals but mm. in my actual fitness routine I feel lost. <laughs> yeah. And I think because we used to go to the gym together mm. and both of us sort of stopped at a similar time because of personal commitments and things, mm. our routines changed. And now, yeah, we play soccer together and I play basketball. And I have a gym at home now, which is really cool. Mm. But I just... I don't have a routine yet. And even, yeah. like, I was getting up um, in the mornings to try and train and that's good. But in the morning, I don't push myself very hard because I'm tired and mm. I'm like, well, I'm up. That's good enough. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm, I'll work into it. But it doesn't – You're. I didn't feel – I don't know. It doesn't – I haven't really found my sweet spot of what my routine is. And I also no. think, like, finding that is important because having a routine helps it ma- be maintainable. That's right. And so I just feel a little bit loopy and, I don't know, I really wanted to become more flexible and um, be able to do more – uh, body weight strength things this year mm. and I haven't done that because I kept waiting yeah. to when the gym was set up I was like I'll just wait and then all of a sudden since like a week and a half ago it's been set up and now it's frustrating like it's hard because all of a sudden I had this reason to put it off <laughs> yeah. for so long but now I don't but I still don't want to do it, do it yeah <laughs> it's not that I don't want to it's just there's so much resistance right like to do anything like that there's your when body starting oh yeah it's like the more momentum you get the easier it is to keep mm. up but when you're still figuring out what you want to do it's tough it's 
you're not even if you're doing things consistently like at the same time you're doing different things all the time and you haven't still found a routine a rhythm Mm. momentum so I don't have the momentum at the moment and I don't know even with soccer like I feel like it's it's a lot of fitness but because you're right it's in blocks I don't feel like I get that long-term or consistent benefits it's it's a really good way to clear my mind for a day yeah but I don't think it it maybe helps me like consistently sleep well for that week or anything no. like that. And so it doesn't help me sleep well that night because I'm so sore. Oh, that's true. It's like I shouldn't be having to take Neurofen before bed. Literally. <laughs> I don't know. And then the stressed, more stressed I am, I get so tense. And then I run, and my mm. body is so sore. Yeah. Oh, it's f- and then also I get so nervous before soccer. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like a mix of emotions, and I don't know. I. I really value the team sport because I think it's a good way to distract yourself into cardio. Mm. I would much prefer to run with a purpose than just run. Yeah. And I also... I feel like a huge block to me running... uh, This is a bit of a tangent. But a huge barrier to me going for a run is that I don't want to be... I'm scared to put myself out there. I don't know if that sounds silly, but, like, the thought of running, it's like I have to get into active wear and I have to run outside Mm. where people can see me. I'm scared of making a fool of myself, of tripping mm. over, of, I don't know, just being, like, it's uncomfortable in that respect as well yeah. because it's, like, the unknown. That's true. I am definitely a uh, uh, group fitness person. Mm. I can train on my own. I have done it, but I don't enjoy it nearly as much as when I'm training with someone else. Yeah, and that's a huge motivator for me as well. I think, like, we I went to the gym all the time because we went to the gym yeah. together. And I get up and train in the morning because I'm training with Jackson. And it's... Mm. Uh, if it was just me, like, I probably wouldn't want to get up. And it would be really hard. Mm. But when you... Like, that's a good tip to, like, try and get into it. But then also, like, because we can't make our gym schedule work anymore, like... I know, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well. I think a really important thing to note here is there's no right answer to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, we're just discussing sort of where we are right now with the yeah. whole fitness thing because it's a good conversation to have and to reflect on what you think about where you're at. You know, I think mm. it's good to, like, sit down and reassess, like, are you happy with certain aspects of your life? And health and fitness is such a big part, or it should be a big part of all of our lives. Because in the end, like benefits of fitness is like it can help you have a routine it can help with your sleep your um, moods your motivation strength like sense of accomplishment it can help you live longer help with your memory help you have um less chance of getting illnesses when you're older and i think for me like my big change in my fitness journey was the beginning of 2019 when i joined the the gym and we um i started doing group classes that were very technical and actually taught me how to be fit Mm. and I remember going and it was so hard the first week of classes I remember crying like like every class that week (laughs) it was so hard I'd never pushed my body and my mind to that extent Mm. yeah and so I remember the reason that I didn't stop going to the gym was I didn't want to quit (laughs) You know, I was like, yes. I'm going to start running, and then I stopped running, and then I'm going to do this, and I, st- I used to, like, quit everything because it yeah. was hard, and I was like, I don't want to quit, 
I want to, I remember thinking, I want to keep going until I can't live without fitness. Like all these people mm. are telling me they are like, you know, that's right. people are like, I couldn't live without the gym anymore. And I'd never ever felt like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so doing that and pushing myself to that extent, it means that now fitness, I know how important it is. And I actually feel like it's like a pillar of my life. Yes. So I'm really thankful for that experience. It taught me how to, um, train my body properly and safely without injuring myself. Mm. And I think I'm on a new phase of personal fitness where I work on my own goals and it's more independent and I think that's why I feel a little bit lost Mm. because I haven't figured out how to do that yet just like the first week of training at the gym it was really tough and I'm in a different sort of challenge now of trying to trying to figure out what I want like now I'm taking fitness back for myself what do I want this to mean for me what are my goals how do I want to live my life in an active way and I just I haven't I haven't figured it out (laughs) I don't know (laughs) no neither do I but I think uh one of the other concepts I really struggle with in regards to my own personal fitness is rest Mm. and having rest days and time off and you know like at the moment like I'm sore like my muscles are sore from soccer Mm. but I feel like I'm not doing enough yeah and, and, like, there's that constant struggle. It's like, am I not doing enough because I actually think it will be physically beneficial mm. and mentally beneficial for me? Or is it the guilt? And I think that they often get confused yeah. and they, it could be both. That's and then right. that's why it's hard because part of your brain is like, no, this is guilt. I shouldn't feel like this. But mm. then the other part is like, but it is good to exercise. So, and so when you've got two different motivators or, like, things in your head, it's very hard to to figure out what you should do. And I, yeah. I get that I feel like I'm not doing enough as well and then rest like the, the whole momentum thing builds up so when I start it's like I want to keep going until I've built up that momentum because if I have a rest day it's a lot easier to build up momentum for the rest <laughs> so I only need one rest day and then I'm like oh that's what I do now I rest so like it, I, I get scared to take a rest day because I believe in well I feel like it might make me lazy which is yeah. silly but I still feel like that I'm worried that I'm going to break my, my little streak. Yeah. But isn't it funny how, like, rest gets associated with laziness? Yeah. It's not, but I, my brain... I still... And I know I see that all over Instagram, like, the yeah. whole body positivity, all that stuff I'm soaking in. But I don't believe that the no. whole rest thing is part of your health. And, like, I know, it, like, it is. Like, I know mm. it is. But do I know that it is? Like, I don't know. And I don't know where this stems from. Because, I mean, as a, like growing up as a as a child, I was very active. Mm-hmm. You were very active. You know, yeah, we, we did so much sports. Sport. Like, it was, it was a different sport, like, almost every night of the week. Like, yeah. We were so busy and, like, my fitness is, like, Impeccable. amazing. Yeah, it was great. And I didn't appreciate it at the time, if I'm honest. Yeah, me yeah. either. Like, but that, I mean, no I was <laughs> playing because I wanted to have fun. You know, I don't think many mm. kids are, are doing all their sports after school because they want to be fit. It's just because they enjoy the sports. That's right. And isn't that an interesting thing? Like, I wonder when that changed for me. me when I stopped doing sport for fun. And I think for me, it was that, like, when everyone started going to the gym at 16-ish. Mm. And I wanted to go to the gym. And then all of a sudden, fitness became about my body and and physically how it was as opposed to the activity I was doing. Yeah. Just sad. It is sad, isn't it? Like, um, even now, like, what motivated me to start soccer again, like, a couple mm. years back was 
that's a lot of cardio. I could lose weight because of how much I'm running. And mm. that's not where I'm at now. But that's where I was when I was right. a couple, I don't know, 19, 18. And yeah. Like, that's not the reason you should... I mean, it, that's not... No, no, I'm not going to... That isn't the reason you should play a sport. No. If it's to improve your fitness and to improve your health overall, which yeah. might include losing weight or gaining muscle, then that's mm. fine. But, but for me, it was purely aesthetic and it was purely, like, I didn't yeah. feel like I was skinny enough yeah and that's not what I think now like I'm very happy with where I'm at now but that like I I look back and it makes me sad I know and like I think about I think back to when I was like early high school days and I was still relatively fit I wasn't doing as much sport as I was in primary Mm. school because school ramped up but I was still relatively fit and active well of course I was I, (laughs) I never really stopped but that but besides the point when it got to a point where I don't know if you remember you probably do remember but I cut out all sugar I remember and I oh. and it was hardcore and yeah you I remember you like you just all of a sudden you didn't eat ice cream yeah or biscuits I didn't drink soft drink anymore I lollies nothing I did I had absolutely nothing that was like a based as a sweet and you know what in my head like it was for the purposes of weight loss mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie that was the purpose of why I cut out sugar but my mind never went to if I just eat healthy and I exercise like I am I'll be okay some yeah How and I remember somebody telling me like I remember being like oh like um whatever I think I was saying I wasn't fat but I was like I'm a bit chubby and somebody said to me like well if you want to look like your sister you have to cut out sugar like she has really yeah somebody said that to me no way yeah like straight to my face like if you want to be as skinny as your sister then you need to cut out sugar no excuse that's that's the only solution and I believed that (laughs) wow I had no idea (laughs) I always got compared to you as all the time and like even I didn't even say like I want to look like you I just remember being like oh I want to be a bit skinny on it was like well if you want to look like Danny and I was like okay I mean yes but okay (laughs) wow but like for me, like, what I did, toxic. And then that being put onto you is so toxic. And I remember, like, obviously you're older than me. Mm. And I think even if I didn't have you as an older sister, I would have been exposed to everything and I would have... So it's not like I want to put this at all. Like, I don't want anyone to think I'm putting it on you. No, no, no. But I remember being, like, the moment I remember, like, looking back in hindsight that you had gone into the whole body image Mm. phase we were standing in the bathroom and you um like pulled your shirt up to show your stomach and you turned Mm. to the side and you said like look how big I am (laughs) and you meant like like that sideways yeah and I remember saying you're so skinny turn front on it doesn't matter how thick you are (laughs) it matters how your stomach looks from the front I never even thought about how like like all your, I remember thinking like your organs are in there. What do you mean? Like that's not skinniness. Skinniness is from the front. Do you have a bulge? No, you're skinny. <laughs> I don't even remember. Really, that, I hey. remember you're about to have a shower and you were so, like, oh, like I'm so, like big. And I remember being like, I think I remember turning you and being like, look at yourself front on. That is what people look at. Nobody's looking at you from the side, going, wow, she's got a thick stomach in there. Like. <laughs> But, like, obviously, like, and then I went through that, you know? And then I went through the whole, like, I never, like, I always felt like I was big. Always. Mm. And it's still something I battle. And I think we were tall as kids, both of us. Yeah. And so I was always taller than the boys, even till, like, um, until, like, year 11. (laughs) So until late high school. So I I felt big. I felt Mm. too big 
for my age group I felt yeah. my body was too big for what I was supposed to be and I remember being kid and being like I'm so strong and loving mm. that and then all of a sudden it changed and I was like okay now it's bad to be strong now it's bad to be yeah. big it's boys won't like it and that's like such a terrible shift and then I just it, it's still like I still think that I'm heavy and big if I don't actively change that narrative yes right and I'm trying but like when you grow up as a girl that's tall and develop like because girls develop faster physically yeah. so then it's just and then in society guys are supposed to be taller and bigger and they're skinny and lanky in high school and mm. it's just such a toxic everything is <laughs> <laughs> I mean at least we can look back now yeah and like obviously I think body dysmorphia is something that probably every girl has an aspect uh, like at least a smidgen of yes in their life and if you don't i mean that is fantastic but i think it's the majority that would feel some kind of body dysmorphia and have that in their brain and i have days where it's definitely more present than others same and so that still happens now but i think how i see myself is a lot more realistic and the standards i set for myself are a lot healthier and it's cool to look back and like it sucks to, to look back and I see know. how sad that is yeah but that's why it's important to have this conversation so maybe somebody will listen and realize they're not alone yeah reflect on how far they've come and also i don't know it'd be cool if some like a young girl could listen and and hear like yeah how the perspective yeah fitness and and how not, it's changed and what was normal back then yeah and i hope that now like what we were talking about that whole um instagram and social media and changing to a more realistic and mm. honestly balanced um like viewpoint of fitness and health i hope that that is coming through mm. in the younger generations yeah. i hope that we get to a point where girls going through school want to be strong and they're happy with their bodies and they understand that girls develop faster than boys and they are happy having different body types and um being health healthy like i hope that that Mm. really like they don't have to go through the whole feeling needing to be toxically skinny and sickly skinny to then change back that's right and then reflect in hindsight like we shouldn't have to go through this girls shouldn't have to go through this confusing hating their bodies and not feeling good enough to then get the hindsight we should always just feel worthy yeah that's right and like i hope that that's where we end up end up in the big picture <laughs> at the end of this roller coaster yes oh my gosh <laughs> yeah but yeah i think i mean if we've covered a lot today i think we're gonna have to come back to some of these ideas i think so too it's sort concepts. of you don't realize how intense it is but i think it's mm. a good introductory uh, discussion into fitness mm. um, I think it would be good yeah, to break down some of them in later episodes but yes. as a good overview um, I think it was, it's been a really good episode yes <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed it um, you can find us on Instagram at pissedoffpod and you can also find us at wearepissedoff we'd love for you to engage with us and tell us what you think of the episode yes and um, we will have a new episode for you next week and you should stay tuned and get excited for that and we're just so happy that you are listening to our podcast. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the support, guys. Yeah. Catch ya. Catch ya.